Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night and welcome to another wonderful Entertainment Plus. Today in the studio we have Ron and Nier. Hello Ron. Hello Nier. How is you? I am uh, pleasant. <laughs> I am pleasant. We have quite an interesting day today. There's a lot to talk about, uh, but the big... History making it, it it is it's an end of an era this is like we're actually when the notification popped i was like just like i i was like wait i did not think today is gonna be an important day i actually thought that today is gonna be the easiest like quietest news day ever because everything is waiting for tomorrow to drop usually on fridays to make a mess so i was like it's gonna be an easy thursday and then it fell on me rupert murdoch has stepped down he retired. Yeah, you thought he never what? would leave. He's already 92. I still don't believe that he's leaving. I, I still feel like this is a complete lie, but this is so interesting. Ron, give us give us a little bit of a background of who Rupert okay, is. Okay, who's Rupert Murdoch? Rupert Murdoch is the one who invented all the tabloid newspapers uh, around the world. Uh, New York Post here in, in uh, the US. Uh, he also owns the Wall Street Journal, which is kind of uh, an off uh, shoot for some for someone who likes uh, uh, tabloidy stuff. And he is more of a right wing guy, so he, of course, is the one who created Fox News, Fox Business News, uh, and uh, many other right wing uh, outlets. Um, and for years, he was the top guy for every president and every important person not only in America, but around the world to just uh, suck up to him because uh, you do not want uh, to be on Rupert Murdoch's bad side because that is almost the end of your career if he has uh, his newspaper write tabloid uh, stories about you and all kinds of stuff. He controls the news. For, for a long time, he controlled the news. He still controls a big chunk of the media. By the way, he was not allowed to... Uh, to buy Fox News and later on Fox Studios uh, without becoming officially an American citizen. Uh, he's originally from Australia. So uh, um, he became an American citizen. Only then was he allowed to own TV networks and studios in America. You have to be... So wait, but you said that he created Fox he News. So, uh, so he became a citizen, then he created the news, the, the channel? Yeah. Or did he create it, but then had to become a citizen to own what he yeah, created? Something. What's the something timeline like here? That. Uh, they, I think that the, they weren't... Uh, the FCC was not as uh, harsh on him for Fox News as they were Fox Studios. So okay. that was like a big thing because Fox Studios was a major... Uh, studio at that time. I feel like I need to dig a little deeper into the timeline of this and how exactly that happened. But he is a pillar of media, TV, newspapers as we know them today. Movies. Movies. Succession. The whole Succession show is based roughly on his yeah. life, on his legacy, on like... It, there is even a story that says that there is one thing that people are not allowed is to talk about him and like talk to tell stories that people can go and then write TV on him. Like there was a big issue with specifically succession when succession started, like there was a, a it was taboo from his people to ever talk or communicate or share stories 
that might end up on the show. And today he declared that like he is giving his empire. And this is where I think it's crazy is the idea that one person that has been controlling all of this, all of this empire has now given all the power to his son, which is, that's not the weird part. That's, that's the The interesting thing is that when the whole succession started, uh, you know, he has two elderly sons who he wanted to have run the empire at the time, uh, Kyle and Lachlan. And um, today he declared that only one son, i.e. Lachlan, is going to be the one who is going to control everything. So it's uh, interesting. So, yeah, so you can see that in life, there's still a lot of drama over there of what's happening because there's now only one person controlling the empire once again. And, and, and I think that's it's fascinating. shrinking empire because they sold off uh, Fox Studios. They sold off all the True. Fox uh, networks, FX and FXX and all those things. So <laughs> there were a lot of networks there uh, that uh, were owned by Fox. Um, they only kept uh, the Fox News Network, the Fox Sports and um, Fox Television, uh, the network, basically. All the rest they sold off to Disney. It's interesting that he's passing the uh, the torch before the big the next big trial because Fox is still heading towards a two point seven billion dollar uh, court date. Last week it was reported that the pension funds are going to sue Fox because they knowingly put the funds in jeopardy. So basically saying that when they sold the whole story about the election fraud and all this crazy that they knew, the company sent letters to Fox, a cease and desist letter saying, what you're saying is defamation. Uh, We're going to sue you. You need to stop selling all these lies. And they didn't knowingly that now they are putting in jeopardy anybody and everybody who's invested in the company. And these pension funds are now saying, hey, you put us in jeopardy knowingly. So we're now going to sue you as well. So there's so much happening right there. So I think it's kind of it's kind of opportune. It's so weird that he will pass the torch right now and not wait to, you know, last hurrah, absorb all of that hatred and all of those problems and then go away. But he goes away and lets his son deal with all yes. of that. And his son is a very, very different person than the dad. Uh, Lachlan is more into social welfare and he is not as ruthless or at least wasn't as ruthless as his dad was. It's going to be very interesting to see what's going to happen when he is actually at the helm, officially. I mean, he's been unofficially at the helm for a long time now. Yeah, but now now that he officially has the reins, it's going to be different. Now that he officially has the power, he might, he might flip. He might pivot completely. He might be like, okay, I'm selling the company. Bye, Dad. I actually don't care. I just played the game to get to this point. So now I have the power to do this. He might come out and say, hey, I'm actually a Democrat. Ha, ha, ha. And like twist the whole thing around and make the... Like there's... It could happen. Probably won't. He's probably going to be his father's son and his dad. Like, listen, his dad did not make a lot of mistakes. He made, he probably made tons of mistakes, but he hasn't made 
many big mistakes in his career. And I don't think that this is going to come up as a mistake. I think he made the right choice, unfortunately. Let's hope. Let's hope. For- let's, let's hope or not. I don't know. Again, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, uh, the fact that he chose his successor. Uh, but there we have it. Something. Uh, this is a day in history. This is a day that the news, the media has been waiting for for, for, for the last 20 years almost. And, and now it's finally, and it happened. Like, I honestly was shocked. Talking about Fox and, and the company and selling, one of the companies that bought a lot of these channels was Disney. And now Disney is selling ABC and ESPN. And they also want to sell off the, the Fox channels, FX and all those channels. As well. uh, okay. So basically any broadcast channel, cable, right? Cable and broadcast because ESPN. Yes. FX are cable channels. ABC is a broadcast channel. What does it really mean for them to sell these networks? What's the point? Um, because Disney, uh, Bob Ager has said that there is no future in broadcast and cable, that everything is in streaming. So therefore he does, you know, this is something that uh, a lot of the uh, affiliate stations in different cities have uh, predicted is going to happen that, you know, at one point the uh, those uh, networks will stop, uh, either stop broadcasting or will move over their content to the streaming platforms and uh, all the affiliate station basically won't have anything to broadcast but the local news. So it might just, uh, they might just turn over to be just the local news and local programming. So once again, we're seeing how the big companies are changing the path of the industry or aiming to what they believe the industry needs to be. And then they're selling everybody the idea that what they've been doing before is over. So they're changing the paths, telling everybody else, hey, you have to change paths because listen, this is not where it's going to end. They're manipulating the whole industry and then you know and then they're dumping all of this all of this thing that all of this mess that they've created they're just dumping it on someone else and carrying on uh, just like they they're doing with spectrum this whole new system of you're getting the spectrum subscription and then you're getting disney plus with ads for free as part of it then you can go premium and get the premium for the channels but now you're not getting access but this deal does include espn and abc and now if they're selling abc and espn how does that even work it's such a mess that they have created and they're just continually creating by all of this segregation that they're creating within the industry really don't care <laughs> i was talking about it in one of my tiktoks it's like it's crazy to me that they are that they are teaching us or educating us on a problem that they are creating like oh you need to listen you need to hear you need to hear about this this is really important you need to focus here and i'm like okay show me the disaster that you have created and don't take responsibility but why don't you <laughs> don't care about the fact that you are the fault everything to go through Disney Plus and Hulu. And so he basically is willing to to sell off all the networks that uh, in his mind are too expensive to run and don't bring enough revenue. Yeah, don't have the yield that he needs. Uh, and sports, uh, the, the rights for sports uh, coverage has become outrageously expensive. And so it's not as lucrative as it used to be before if they will decide to sell 
uh, ESPN as a standalone uh, streaming channel, they're thinking of of selling it for twenty or thirty dollars per month. So it's wow. also a price tag that I don't know how many people will be willing to pay for it. There's going to be some diehard sports fans who will have to do it because they need to watch their team or whatever. But I don't know if it's going to be as uh, as much widespread as as, yeah. as it is right now right now any and every household and not only that it's interesting to see that disney that he makes that decision for disney considering that every other streaming network and every other company kind of makes sure to fight to have sports yeah. in their service exactly so for hbo max just added sports oh my god yeah like like oh i hate that they're annoying me the whole idea of shoving sports and news down my throat when i'm watching a movie i don't need this i don't care if i wanted news and sports i would have looked for that but but yeah we're seeing that max is shoving it down our throats um disney has their thing apple has not disney uh Apple has their Actually, thing. Because NBC has a lot of sports rights. So uh, it's going to be all over. In the end, what will happen is that all these sports channels are going to become their own streaming network. And that's what's happening because uh, the uh, local sports channels, the, what they call the regional network, uh, what used to be all the little Fox, Fox Philadelphia, Fox New York, yeah. uh, and sports. So... This was bought up by a company called Sinclair, and they have declared bankruptcy. So all those, all those Fox former Fox uh, sports channels are now um, going to be gone by uh, next month, and wow. um, and so a lot of the teams are uh, are starting their own uh, streaming service because um, most teams uh, actually shoot their own games and then license it to whoever broadcasts so that they're thinking they're going to make a lot of money by streaming it uh, themselves and as we say time and time again you know there is no place in this marketplace for a million players who all want to earn a lot of money out of it yeah. at some point they will have to consolidate and we will have to have a bundle like we had in cable um so it won't be a bundle on cable. It will be a bundle on online streaming, services, but it's all going to be the same. And now the fight will be who would be your portal? Because what will happen at the end is that all these channels are be, will be offered on any network. Um, right now, you can have Showtimes only on Paramount. You can have, you know, Disney. But at some point, you know, Hulu is going to start offering Max. Uh, access and Showtime's access, and each of them is going to start offering access to the other ones to create these bundles. And then you're literally just going to be like, end it with who you want to get your bill from. But they're going to be pretty much the same. This is the future that they're that they've created. And funny enough, it's just history repeating itself. It's literally how we got cable. Literally how cable turned out. Like it wasn't the thing invented. Was that they felt they're going to take back. The, the rights and the control over the channels in those streaming services, hence not to have to pay the middleman, the cable company or the satellite company. And they can retain everything because you're going to pay directly to them. But uh, uh, the streaming services themselves are way too narrow uh, to give you what you were used to have 
So uh, you can't just have Netflix. You have to have Netflix and and. And doesn't matter. You need to have something and like I don't have Netflix ever since they started their whole password bullshit. Uh, we canceled our Netflix. But yeah, you can't have one. It's very complicated to have one. I don't remember who said it. One of those shark people, one of those investor people. He was like, the reason Disney can keep on raising their their prices and doing whatever is because in most households, having Disney Plus is a must when you have kids when you have specific like needs you cannot cancel disney so you're gonna have disney and one other at least if not two other and if you have that one and you can bundle it like paramount if you want no ads or limited ads you're already getting showtimes like you're already gaining the second one in the package and i feel like that's just gonna keep on happening they'll just keep on being like just can choose which ones you want and just, you know, enjoy the content from that channel for whatever time you need it. But, but no, the streaming is no channel. It's all like a library. It's like I know, but right now, you know how the libraries for Paramount and yes. uh, and Showtimes is together and, and Hulu and Disney is becoming together. I believe that at some point, all of them are going to become big umbrellas. Because there's no chance that Paramount is going to let Disney sell channels or show channels that that they might have access to. They won't. They, you know, they will fight for every customer because that's what it is right now. Yeah. What Spectrum is doing is exactly that. They're saying, okay, this is worth for us because now everybody who wants to get Disney Plus who is in our area will probably c- cross through us probably get their Disney from us. That is their hopes. Well, you know, the Disney's thinking, okay, I'm just going to get more and more people who want me and need me. And at some point I'm going to snap out and they're going to have to come with me. Like, I think that, uh, that the cable companies already know that what's going on and they're mostly planning to, you know, abandon cable and just sell broadband at some point yeah they're in every house that's that's where the money is so i'll just send you the hardware and the connection someone else can deal with the content i mean uh, uh, spectrum just announced today that they're bringing out a new uh, router for uh, wi-fi 7. Um, what's up with that wi-fi 6 literally came out four months ago what is wi-fi 7. no no wi-fi 6 has been around for a while um but not a lot of people so what it is basically all those uh, numbers are are frequency bandwidth so because five and four and whatever was before is already too crowded with people you know who have that so they are opening more and more frequencies for you know the Wi-Fi in your home to to cross so that it won't go over your neighbors and make your internet slower and blah blah blah. Well, this is where the industry is right now. And when you read articles that tell you that the industry is not changing and that cable and TV is not going anywhere, this is not what it is. This is not the case. What's happening is that these big companies have just delayed for a reason because it works for them. Because right now. They cannot have more fires running around. They have the strike to deal with. So right now it's easier to just give people another three, five years to believe that things are okay while they are collecting more users. They're collecting subscribers to their services. And then when they detach themselves, 
like leeches. They just take the blood. And talking about the strike, not a lot to say, although SAG's vote for gaming should be over, right? Just got a postcard today to vote. Don't forget to Yeah. Vote. Well, we are recording this. This is the, 20th, the 21st. So that's gonna, we'll see what happens with that next week. Uh, but as we are recording as well, WGA and the AMPTP are meeting at this moment and they're talking and there's, I feel like this might be it. Um, I don't like, I've seen already articles saying, yeah, this is, if they don't get a deal right now, it's going to be the end of the world. And this must be the time that they're going to get like, I'm sure they're getting, I'm like, we don't know anything. Could you vote already? You don't have a lot of time. You have a day. Yeah. No. Check check on the envelope. Was I right? Was, is it the 22nd or is it 25th? I think I lied. Well, there's also the the uh, election for president for Fran Drescher and all that. So Didn't you win already? Maybe it's old. I'm pretty sure that you missed the vote for president <laughs> and that she already won, by the way. Okay. Good on you, Ron. But check the, the, check the postcard for the game thing yeah. and tell me, please, the date. What's the last day to vote? September 25th. Ah, 25th. At least I corrected myself to the right time. Um, in any case, so there is a still next week, we'll know what's happening with the game thing. But as we are speaking right now, as we're recording this, um, the, the, the heads of all the big companies are joined with the AMPTP, with the WGA, and they are talking about hopefully ending this. Um, and while many people, like I said, are saying, oh, yeah, this is it. It's going to happen today. They're already close to the, We don't know. Both the WGA and the AMPTP, for the first time since the beginning of all this, actually shut their mouths and just said, wait, just give us time. We need time right now. We need to figure this out. And I feel like if they don't figure this out right now, it's going to be bad. Like It already is bad. People have I, yeah, everything. I, I think I think that if... The, after this weekend, if they if they come out this weekend, they say we are not close again to a deal, or if this explodes again, I I really fear that there's gonna be blood on the streets. It's it's just gotten to a point where like it's it's ridiculous. Also, having all of them in the room actually negotiating, uh, uh, like I think I feel I, I feel like that if I am Bob Iger and my hour is worth seven seven hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, per 15 minutes of my time, you know, and I sit in a room for 12 hours talking about something, I would want to believe that that he and Ted and then Bob and then David, I want to believe that when they are investing their hours in this negotiation now, actually physically, I, I want to believe that this is it. Well, the thing is that it depends on what they're offering and what they are willing to concede with because, uh, you know, the actors do not want... Uh, what the, they were offering before because it wasn't good enough. It, it, also, if they do figure out a way to, you know that whatever they close with the WGA is going to be the skeleton contract to to go back to SAG. But the question is, does SAG and the WGA are asking for the same things? Are, is it, will SAG agree to the same things that WGA will agree to? Because if not, writers will go back to work, but the actors are still going to be out. Well, but but the actors have other issues. The actors are talking about the future. They're talking about the AI. Uh, which... and the writers talk about AI as well. This is a huge issue for them as well. Yeah. Technically, the, the two unions are fighting for the same kind of things. 
the directors obviously are the least interested in AI because it's AI could not, it's very hard for AI right now to replace Spielberg. Right. You know, it's just like, it's just not there. <laughs> but but that will happen five years from now. There will be a way to teach. It doesn't matter. The whole thing with AI is just insane. Uh, the, the Senate was meeting this week with all the heads of tech and the WGA and the um, uh, Motion Picture Association. And all of them were talking about what they need to do and what regulations are needed for AI. Uh, and they were literally in the room just giving you, you know, the, the, the two sides. Like I, I, from reading all the quotes, I'm like, I would have gotten out of that meeting saying, I'm in the same place. I don't know what to do. Because half the room says, uh, we can't stop the development of the technology, but we need to put rules in place. The other side says, yeah, but, uh, you know, we kind of maybe need to stop it. Elon Musk says this is going to bring the end of humanity. Uh, Steve, uh, Bill Gates says uh, this is probably going to be bring the end of uh, world hunger. Mark Zuckerberg says, hey, we need to keep on teaching AI and giving AI freely to people so we can train AI better and, and cheaper. And the other side says, yeah, but what do you do if someone trains their free AI to do something really, really vicious? Okay, so we're back at the same at the beginning of the problem. We're, we're plus, exactly where we started. Uh, plus, you must remember that uh, the uh, Actors' Union uh, feel, felt really betrayed over the fact that uh, they conceded to a really bad contract when all the streaming channels started. Uh, and it, it was uh, yeah. very hard for them to get to put in place uh, the, even the first, uh, um, you know, contract with Netflix and stuff who didn't want to all of a sudden be considered a studio and pay, uh, you know, everyone studio rates uh, when they could play only pay the streaming rates, which was even lower than what student earned uh, for years and years. So crazy. So, you know, the, the, the SAG is now not going to be you know, the sucker uh, who, who will believe them that they say, oh, it's it's only going to happen in a few years or something like that. They know that uh, it's already happening and that if they do not step in and either stop it or, uh, you know, get paid accordingly, then uh, they will continue striking. And I agree. These Now that we're striking, the writers are striking for almost five months and the actors are writing for just above two months. There is, if, if they don't put in place right now protections and, 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 and clauses in this contract that are going to protect them in the future, there is no way for them to change it afterwards. It's exactly what we said last last. Uh, show the studios can, as well they cannot lock themselves in a contract right now that says oh yeah because the technology is not that bright spread uh, then we decide to for forfeit our control over it they can't because if right now they forfeit any control over it there is no way to regain it afterwards what is going to be well, said can, right now can be not it, strike and stuff like that but nobody wants to go there yeah of course uh, you can always burn the house but the the idea is that both sides are aware that whatever gets into the contract right now, not only sets the next five to 10 years, but probably the next 30 years. Because again, think about it. The last time we had a strike, the, the, the both strikes is, uh, is the 1960s. The last time that we had a huge strike was the 80s. We're seeing that these are 20, 30 years increments. It's not 10 or five years. So the next time we're looking at that big fight between the sides is, again, it's 30, 40 years from now, maybe 50 years from now. Maybe. 
maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe in 10 years, you know, the world is going to end because AI or a zombie apocalypse. Who knows? Um, so for the strike, we just don't know. But hopefully, I am hopeful. I believe, I want to believe that the fact that they're all in the room and they're all quiet and they're all shutting down every rumor out there is being shut down by both sides. I think this really means well for me. I, I That's my feeling. My instinct is that the WGA thing is going to be hopefully over by the next by, by next week. Oh, they're probably going to get to a, an agreement that they're going to send the uh, draft agreement to members to, uh, to to read and vote on. I think, Nir, stop, stop predicting stuff that you don't know and you're going to have to eat your own hat by saying, oh, I said... Da, 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 da. You never know. I love hats. Okay. Let's talk about the asshole of the week. Okay, you know what? The fact that you called him the asshole of the week tells me that this is going to be an interesting couple of minutes. Unless you're living under a rock, uh, Russell Brand has been accused in a huge move of a newspaper and a TV channel double whamming him with a double with a joint investigation about allegations of sexual assault, rape, and other emotional assault uh, and all sorts of horrible things. Now, the the accounts in the newspaper and in the show are very detailed. It's very hard to believe that these people are inventing this story. And documentary and the newspaper are both showing us four accounts. But we know now, 72 hours later, we know that it's closer to 10 victims and there, there's much more. And a lot has happened in the last couple of days since this came out. But the question is, is he an asshole? Or is this really a media attack by the likes of Rupert Murdoch, who have become in the past several years the enemies of Russell Brand, who changes way from being a celebrity to being a wellness guru and, and being like talking about, you know, money and possessions and, 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 and consumerism and all of these things and, and talking against government and talking against companies. So he made himself a target for these companies. And all of the allegations are between 2006 and 2013. Ten years later, we haven't heard any of them up till now. And if he's such a big rapist, he only he stopped raping in 2013. Exactly. Like he stopped. Let's flip the coin for a second. He is a self-reported sex addict. Part of his charisma for many years. And, and I just want to make sure for anybody who's listening, I am not protecting Russell Brand. I think he's an asshole. I always thought he was an asshole, but that was part of his charm. Exactly. He was an asshole. He wanted to come across as an asshole. Exactly. He is an asshole and he never lied about being an extra sexual person. When people today are looking back and they're saying, oh yeah, he had this predatorial look to him. Yeah, he has a predatorial look. That's that's what he is to be a sex addict. Everything in every person out there is sexual to him and and it's okay not to want to be around that and it's okay okay to say that you don't want that in your life but to go and judge a person because of their addiction is kind of problematic so where is the line here because when i read the horrible accounts of what they're telling i stand with the victims I, i believe that their voice should be heard and that this needs to be investigated but when he comes and says hey yeah whatever they're telling you that I've done, I probably did, but it was consensual. I am a sex addict and everybody who was with me knows that I am a sex addict and they know that I like freaky sex. It's like when um, the reports on 
Merlin Manson came out and, and several women came out saying that he likes freaky sex. And I'm like, okay, that's Marilyn Manson. Yeah. I would be surprised if you only had missionary. Right. That would freak me out. The fact that he was freaky in bed, that makes sense to me in the world. Mm-hmm. Same thing for Russell Brand. He's an asshole, but he is an asshole. He never claimed to be something else. He always says that he is a sex addict. Very circumstantial. It's so complicated. Paramount deleted him. YouTube took his monetization uh, abilities from his videos, though they did keep, like his channel is open. He can still upload videos and he can still use the platform for free speech and and to, to share what he is going through and what how is this affecting him. His publisher, his agency dropped him. He was dropped from his partnership with uh, Travi, that is a women's charity that they didn't want. He, he quit two businesses that he was a part of, so his name won't hurt them. His reaction is so, like, it's, it's so by the book that once again, it's hard for me to believe. He knew this was coming. He was ready for this. He's not, he's not clawing and yelling like most people in this situation. It's like he realized, he knows that there's no way for him to actually battle this at this point. So it's better to just kind of, for now, just let go and let, let the court, let's the, let the lawyers do what they need to do. But I'm torn. This is one of the only stories of these kinds that I'm actually torn because he's an asshole. He's a terrible person, and I and I won't be surprised at the end of it if he actually did all these horrible things. It's hard. It's hard. I, even even talking about it right now, I'm I'm wiggling in my chair. It feels so uncomfortable saying these words because because he's probably an asshole. Um, and he's probably and he probably did it. And and these victims are probably scarred for life, and there's nothing we can do to help them for real. But in this case, there is a good chance that he is just a sex addict asshole. And that this is an attempt to ruin his, like to cancel him and get him. And, and interestingly enough, um, Rumble, the YouTube-esque platform, um, said that they are not going to block him for monetizing. They are not participating in the cancel culture. They want to wait for the courts to give them something. And if they don't get an official something, they don't do it. And the crazy thing about this situation is that the UK government sent them a letter asking them if they were going to follow suit with YouTube and, and cancel the monetization. Like, so why is the government intervening in this? This is right now, with everything that's happening, this is right now just an article and a documentary. Right. There is no proceedings. There is no legal anything happening. All of this is happening because news media told us something and everybody reacted to the something, but nothing official actually happened yet. So why is the UK government intervening in the internet's rules? I don't know. I think think that in the UK, the the rules about social media are a bit more stricter than here. In the UK, everything is a little bit more stricter because it's the big brother country, you know, everything there are, it's the... I know, I lived there for seven years. It's the country that has the most camera, it's the city. London is one of the city with the most cameras in every corner. The whole idea of Big Brother is watching and, and surveillance and what's happening there is huge in the UK. So obviously it's no surprise that they want to control and that we know that to some level they do control. But the idea that after an article, they sent a letter to ask someone to cancel someone's ability to monetize, that is a big jump. What did, what did Russell Brand do to someone in the government to have them work so fast? We can't get the government to do anything so fast. Next 
think they will they will revoke his right to vote. Who knows? I think that this story is one of the most interesting stories to unfold this year. Yes. Because at well, the because we're dealing here with addiction, we're dealing here with a specific sickness that's going to play a big part in right. how of the perspective of how the events of every every one of these victims happened. But as horrible as it is, if at any point, unless someone did not know that he is a sex addict and that he is an asshole and did not know who Russell Brand is when they were with them, it's not illegal to be an asshole. It's not illegal to be a horrible person. It's not illegal to be, you know, a douche. It's just not illegal, unfortunately. Unfortunately, even showing pictures of your exes, naked exes to friends, is a disgusting move, but it's not illegal. If you forgot, he was married to Katy Perry for several years. And 10, 2010 to 2012. And again, we have here two children that are witnessing this whole thing going. So that's also like crazy that nobody cares about, you know, the children. No. This is a story that's going to be dragged into 2024. Oh, yeah. Easily. And you know what else is going to be there with you in 2024? No. We're going to be there in 2024. But for now, it's time for us to thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing your time with us, taking us with you on the road. We want to say then, as always, you're welcome to send us an email or reach us to us through our website uh, to let us know if we missed some something, you wanted to add something to our conversation. Uh, there's a subject that you want us to, you know, dig deeper in, or you just wanted to know something about the entertainment business. We would love to hear from you. You can either email us at intplusshow at gmail.com or us on the web at entertainmentplus.show. Ron, thank you so much for being here with me and for having this conversation. It was my pleasure. And as always, to all of you, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Mm-hmm.